Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5AL. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, get a pillow, get a blanket. Hell, sit right here on the stoop. Get you a cup of coffee, hot tea, something cold to drink, something warm to drink. Shit, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. First of all, I want to shout out to the person that highlight that they will listen to my podcast. Let me tell you how emotional and how... Uh, just emotional I was today because I was told on many occasions, girl, you sound stupid. Nobody's going to listen to that podcast. You know what? You're not educated enough. You know, no one's going to listen to it. Why, why do you constantly put things out? Because no one's going to follow it. Like You sound like an idiot. You know, I've been crowned. I've been initiated for so many years, and we've never said things like that. Or, girl, I'm educated, and you, you know what? No one's going to listen to you because you don't, you don't have 
credentials or you didn't hang with whoever, Shaka Zulu or whatever. Like I did not get no support and I didn't care, but cause I still kept doing it. You know why? The vision I had so many years ago, I told Jose and I told Angel and they confirmed it. They was like, look, you're going to do a lot of things. You're going to touch a lot of people. Then I remember one day my godmother said, it's like being on a train. All those people that's standing there, you're going to touch each and every one of them. So stop. My godfather, E by A, we were sta- we sitting there and they were starting the Misa, right? And he just started like a tear fell out of his eyes. And I was like, Adreno, you know, what's up? And he said, yo, D, because he would call me D. He was like, yo, D, remember, yo, a prophet is never honored in their own land, in their homeland. He was like, but yo, your feet and your voices are going to take you places, man, you never dreamed of. He was like, for real, you going to make an impact. He's, and he said, whether I'm here or not, yo, I'm proud of you. He said that to me. So I knew it wasn't a conference call when they showed me this vision. When they showed me, listen, even if, now I won't, I'm praying I get on Oprah's couch or Ellen and walking out and Ellen give me a check. I'm praying for that, yeah. But even if I don't, you know what I left? I left people thinking, damn, I don't need a ceiling. I don't need a validation from these people. I'm continuing to go on. Let me tell you, I'm not a fan of Kanye West. I'm not. Let me be honest about that. First, let me state that. I'm not giving this dude light love or whatever. But what I will say is, he's not afraid to speak his mind. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, he's going to talk. He is going to talk. And I say, I don't know what Arisha is going to reign. But I know somewhere that Ogun is going to speak. Because you're looking around and you're seeing this and he's like, nah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I know Papa is going to say something in this new year. Coming. He got a voice somewhere. Somewhere he's going to have a voice. He got to say something. He's been quiet too long. He has. He has been quiet too long. For these past few years, he'll say some things. But I think this is the time we... We went through moving the curtain back. We went to pulling everything up. We went to, to learning about mental, you know, mental mental healing. And, and this is a mental war. Now he get ready to come through and say, hey, I'm not saying he reigning for the Arisha. No, but he definitely going to have a voice. But this next year, the energy is... Because people can say what they want, and then you have to choose what you say because you you have to you have to watch what you say because people are you know they're so oh you I'm triggered and I'm no if you can say what you want to say to me I can't reply if you could do and it's not you go low I'm go low no I'm gonna answer you right then and there I'm not worrying about getting my lick back while we stand in there whatever the fuck you say be it good bad or indifferent I'm gonna reply to it there's no more. Oh, speak less, listen much, you know. No, because if you can sit here and say, well, if I bail, you sound ignorant. No, bitch, coach your ears then. I'm going to reply right then and there. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to go to nine people and say, should I say this? Or should... No, no, right where you are, I'm going to reply. I'm standing there. Now, if I'm not there and it comes to me, I'm not going to.
not going to give it no life. Man, fuck you. Because if you had that much balls to tell them, you should have told me. I'm the one you're talking about. So, no. But this energy that's coming in next year, people are tired. Don't you see? People that's been in marriages that you would think they are the greatest relationship. Oh, my God. You can't hide for so long no more. Now people are standing up. They're like, look, you don't, listen, if you don't like gay people, don't marry one. If you don't like black women, don't be around them. If you don't like white women, don't hang out with them. If you don't like chicken, don't eat it. That's it. Simple. If you don't like it, why the fuck are you around it? Why are you answering it? Why are you worrying about it? It don't have nothing to do with you. You don't like it. You don't indulge in it. You don't be around it. So why are you there? Why? Go get therapy. Stop fucking with me. Bye. That's it. That's all. People are going to answer now. People are going to walk in their truth. People are, it's no more, I'm going to be quiet and just take to the abuse and pray and get myself. But no, bitch, I'm stepping up and I'm stepping out. This ain't for me no more. Bye. You're going to see couples breaking up. You're going to see people leaving Santo houses that you're like, damn, I thought they was close. No, you're going to see people saying, listen, I, I'm not going to sit here and share their tea, but I'm not being bothered. That's it. It's going to be silent cutoffs, silent breakaways. Where you're going to be like, damn, why this person? I thought they was cool. No, because people are tired. There's no more. I'm going to let you say what you want, do what you want, and just dictate my life. And I don't say nothing. No, no, no. It's a dub. You, you enjoyed it for the last umpteen years. No more. This new energy that's coming through, motherfuckers is, yeah, they opening their mouths. They're, they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. So I don't know which Arisha is going to govern that. But like I said, I know Goon is going to speak somewhere. He may not be the reigning Arisha. I'm not saying that. So don't mark it down for that. But I will say he got a voice somewhere. He been quiet a little bit too long. A little bit too long. And he, I know him. He's been watching. Like, don't get it twisted. I don't know him no one like that because I know what some of y'all get. I don't know. But he's been watching. And what does a, a warrior do? They watch. They see where the kinks are in their enemy's armor. <laughs> and then they tack. But he watched long enough. So I know he's going to say something. Something's coming out. Oh, something's coming out. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. We done did all of that. Emotional, mental. Oh, we got to do. Oh, shit. No. No. It's too many people shooting up too many people. It's too many people. People were hurt, and they held that hurt in. I'm not condoning violence. I'm not condoning these mass shootings. But let's look at these kids. What were they missing? They were missing parental guidance. They were missing structure. They allowing. Listen, these children get on social media. Nobody's monitoring them. Why? Because they mama and they grandmama and those that's involved in raising them is on social media themselves twerking. So they are getting influenced by other people. People are putting out videos and all of that. Be a good, bad, or indifferent. The motherfuckers got a platform. They crazy. They still, people going to follow it. Okay, somebody's going to follow it. And these kids are being influenced. This is why, and I had a full conversation with a sister the other day. This is why scammers win. Scammers don't win because they know the right word or they no. You know why they win? Because they allow people to be people. They don't come in judging. They don't. They see where the main problem is and they live on that shit. What are most people scared of? That their enemies can attack them, that their money is funny, and that their lover is cheating And because they don't want to hold accountability. Like, the reason why your man left, you're always throwing his clothes out. You're always dogging him out. You're never giving him, you know, no love, majority of them. So please, don't come for me. 
So instead of being accountable and learning how to be a good woman, and I'm not talking to the ones like, oh my God, I do everything. This nigga cheat. Stop dating boys. That And I stand on that. So I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is these women that's quick to say voodoo or, or somebody did something they threw at me to take this man away. And then when you sit there and listen, Oh, well, I don't cook. Uh-uh. And he, and he ain't doing shit. So if he ain't doing nothing, why you want him? But instead of holding themselves accountable, they blame voodoo. Oh, it's voodoo. I really did. I had this woman call me. And I said, you know, you can't keep throwing the dude out. You can't keep, you know, flattening his tires. My family's cursed. No good man is going to stay because my family is cursed because somebody is. I know it's his ex-girlfriend. She's taking him away. I said, answer me this. You either A or B. Your, your man come home. Your husband come home. Dinner's cooked. You ran him a bath. You tell him to relax. You know, you're cleaning him off from all that outside influence. Got him a meal. Got him pajamas. Y'all sit. Y'all talk. You know, the kids already ate. They in bed. You know, he goes in there, check on them, kiss them, tell them, a, you know, tell them a bedtime story or something because they waiting for their daddy if it's not too late. And then, you know, the house is clean. His food is done. Y'all sit down. Y'all watch a show or something. Y'all have a good conversation. Make a little love or whatever. He go to bed. Or do he come in, kids running around, it's 11 o'clock, ain't no dinner done. You tell him he should bring something. He got to clean up his little space, ain't no clothes wash. He got to go in the bathroom, ain't no tissue. Now somebody got to run to the fucking corner store, the bodega. Then he's sitting there trying to figure out, damn, what's going on? And you busy gossiping to your girlfriends, talking about some shit that ain't got nothing to do with your house. Your man looking around like, damn, what you was doing? Oh, don't fucking worry about me and I'm going out and you leave. And he got the kids, but he's paying all the bills. Oh, I need money. So you going to spend money on girls that don't really even like you. Your house dirty. You dirty. Come on. But voodoo took your man away. People are tired. They're leaving. They're saying enough is enough. I don't need to tell the world why. I don't need to sit down and give you a full explanation. I'm just out this motherfucker too, sis. And they'll go and make their lives great. I told somebody the other day, I said, yo, you ain't got to worry about finding an available man. It's going to be so many relationships in their child. It's going to be men all over. But don't look for marriage. Now, I will say this part, and I mean this, and I'm going to stand on it. This is not the year that's coming up for us lovers and romantics that want just a regular monogamous relationship where it's just me and that person and we're loving. No. That's that's not it. Sit down. Go, we sit in the back. We take notes, but we sit in the back. This is now for the poly, for the ones that are out here that's gonna love the hit and fl- you know hit and run. That just want a friendship, no titles. This is their year, and they need it. They need it, and God bless them. I'm happy they got it. They need it. So what I'm gonna do? Cause I don't need to get my feelings hurt. I don't need to hold nobody accountable. Cause I I, I stay in my lane. So I'm gonna sit back. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit back. This ain't my year. This is the year of fuckery, having fun, that fuck nigga free. This that year. This this is going to be that year. Everybody and their mama going to have. You, motherfuckers ain't going to get pregnant. Oh, no, no, no. Unless they trying to trap a nigga. But other than that, this is... I'm I'm out here, Karicha. This this is Karicha's year. With that energy that's around Karicha, that's the year it's going to be. 
P. Diddy with Carisha. We ain't together, but we together. We gonna, we gonna fuck around, still fuck with other people. We gonna respect each other. And when you see us, you see us. Respect that union when you see us. But when you see me off with somebody else, still give me respect. But don't worry about it. Don't don't define my relationship because it ain't one. We just having fun. Like, that's, that's gonna be the energy that's coming for next year. I'm telling y'all, watch, mark my words. So all y'all people that are romantics, that's like, oh, you know, I want one man or I want one woman and I don't want to cheat. I want to settle around. Sit with me in the back of the classroom and we're going to take notes. That's it. But because it's going to be a freaky year, too. Oh, my God. You're going to see more sexual stuff, more videos and shit of sexual toys and all that. You're going to see all that shit. Sit in the back room with me. And we take notes, but this ain't our, we not going to participate, none of that. This ain't our year. This is not our year. So you won't get your feelings hurt. You won't get embarrassed. You won't be sitting there looking dumb. Sit in the back. That, that's okay. Sit in the back. Come on, come on. Let's sit in the back. Because this ain't our shit. It ain't. It ain't our shit. Y'all can say, if I bet you done went off the market, she crazy now. She's saying that, um, this, you know, this ain't nobody going to be faithful. I'm not saying all, but the energy that's going to surround next year, it ain't got shit to do with faithful. Everybody going to be faithful. People just going to do, but they're going to be honest. They're going to be out in the open. Like, motherfuckers ain't going to be sitting there saying, yo, it's only you. And they're going to be like, listen, it's you and two others. Like, yo, you could deal with that? Yeah, yeah. But for all y'all that's saying yeah and knowing you can't, come sit. I got a chair. You, you can sit back here with me. I'm good. I got snacks. How you doing? I got a cooler with some cold drinks. You know what I'm saying? I got a fan. We gonna sit here. We just gonna watch. That's all. I and take notes. But I'm not gonna participate. Not at all. Not at all. At all. Because you you gonna get your feelings hurt. You are. You gonna look like an idiot. You gonna be dragged. You gonna be sitting there. Saying, I can't believe he cheated on me. I can't. Ain't got nothing to do with his character, girl. It's the energy. It's the energy that's coming. So if you know you don't want to settle down, baby, celebrate because it's your year. It's your fucking year. This your year. If you know that you like, listen, I just want a man to be honest. You gonna get that? He he gonna tell you. <laughs> listen, I don't want I don't want no woman, woman. Nah, but you could cook for me and stuff. And and men are gonna be more upfront. If they can afford to take you somewhere else, they can afford to do something with you. They gonna be like, listen, I can take you here. I can take you to Roof Chris. Nah, nah, babes. This this Waffle House. I'm a Waffle House nigga. You, you, listen, I can take you to Waffle House. So now you have the option. So don't complain. Don't be saying that. Say, I can't believe this nigga say he gonna take me to Waffle House. He was being truthful. He was being honest. Scammers are gonna be more honest. So like, listen. I'm going to show you how to do A, B, and C. They like evil coming evil. They, they promised you a show and they gave you one. They didn't say that they, it was going to be a great show, but they gave you a show. So pay them what they gave you. They, they didn't lie. So this is why scammers get all of this because they listen. They listen. Scammers listen. Scammers listen to what the fuck you saying. And they act on that one part that you focus on. And they make that shit true. So they got to reel you in. A scammer do long-term games. They ain't sitting there saying, okay, I got you a bow. No, you got to first trust them. They'll take pictures with people. They'll do all of that. They got their shit. They perfect. And I, I'm not mad. When I was talking to somebody yesterday and I was like, yo, you know, scammers, first of all, they don't have no emotion. They got one fucking sentence that they live by. They got to eat. That's it. They got to eat. They don't care if you eat. They don't care if nobody else eat. They main <laughs> thing. 
It's they got to eat. They'll rob their grandmama, their kids. They'll lay with their baby mother and empty out her, her bank account. They give zero fucks, for real. There's no emotion in business. Jews show you that. Um, when the Jewish community, when they go and do business, it's not about emotion. They do their business. And then they, they curse you out, everything. And then you'll be sitting in their bar mitzvah and you'll be best friends. Because they separate. They know one don't have anything to do with the other. We, we get all emotional. People of color, we get emotional. Oh my God, how could they get me out of this? It's business, boo. You didn't do your homework? You didn't do, you didn't do your, what? No, you should have came in the game knowing something. But no, and then we want to blame everybody and then get mad. No, do your research. You can research that nigga and tell us how many times he done slept with somebody, but you can't research the company that you created investing. I know you lying. Or the person that you created, you created sent thousands of dollars to over in Africa, and you don't know if they legit or not. Make it make sense. But let, let somebody come and be like, hey, you know, I want to talk. They, you ready to research their whole name. I know you lying. So that's why scammers win. They, they pinpoint where the pain is. Oh, they perfected it. Like I said, they perfected it. And that's going to be their year too. But they're going to be up front now. Because they tired of being exposed. Y'all are taking their money. So they don't want to be exposed. They'll let you know. No, I'm not initiated. But what I can do, and they spirit you, and they're going to let you know. And that's why people gravitate to them. Until they get fucked over and used up. Scam Listen, scammers don't throw nobody away. They get every penny. And guess what? They wait for you to re-up and get that too. They don't throw people away. Scam See, most people that are legit, and it's sad to say, but I will say it, that once that person finished the money and stuff, they cut them off and move to the next one and the next one. Not scammers. Scammers don't do that. Scammers will stay with them motherfuckers. And when they lose out, a scammer, let me tell you, true scammers, and because I got friends, Baba, baby, I got friends from all walks of earth. True scammers might even, hey, you know, I was this, 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 I, I seen it straight up front, right? This dude, I love him. I call him Pineapple Thief. He was scamming this person for the longest, and that person didn't have no money. And she, she was like, oh, you know, um, I just need, uh, you know, something to eat. He took over the Wendy's, brought her a whole meal, brought her kids a meal. She was so fucking happy for that small act. That when she did get some money, she found him first to make sure. She was like, you don't understand. He looked out for me. Well, he's not helping you. He not. He, he did just one small act of kindness because he already know. It is better to do something nice on a cheap price than lose you and lose all my coins. Trust me. And this dude, Antonio, right? Let me tell you. I, like I say, I give names. This dude, Antonio, he, he used to work in the botanical with me, right? And... He wasn't initiating in nothing, nothing, nada, nothing. He had two things going for him. He was a male and he spoke Spanish, real talk. So, and he was learning French. So, people would come in there and he would stand there and, oh my God, he would compliment your, your outfit. He would tell you that he see your spirit, your grandmother or somebody, and that they walk with you. And, oh my God, but he would watch he would watch them walk in and see what area the candles they were going. If they go to a coffee candle, he already know, okay, they, they get ready to try to get with the eggoon or, you know, the ancestors because he listened and he observed and he would go over there and talk to them. And before you know it, the people are spending thousands of dollars on him. He got this one dude, 
the the mother because they was having a baby. The mother and him saved up close to fifteen thousand dollars while she was pregnant. He conned him out of every dime, out of every dime. I'm talking about, and this young boy that he conned, right? The dad, he had a godfather, and the godfather, yeah, he was strict. I, I give him that. He was. He was strict on him. But when Antonio came, Antonio told him, oh, you could do anything. He had this dude with the big beads on, and he had him standing on the corner saying that he can control Oya. So I'm walking up the block, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Because it was windy. He said, I'm controlling Oya. I said, yo, where your godfather at? He said, oh, I left him. I'm way to Antonio now. I said, it's the worst move you could make. Oh, but my godfather was so straight. Yeah, he was. And I see why. Because you're a fool for anything. And he wanted you to learn because then you wouldn't have been like that. And after we finished talking and everything, and he was like, yeah, my girl, she's having a baby and we don't have no money. I said, Wait, where's your money? Because I remember when the mom used to always say, the one that was pregnant, why she used to always say how she's saving up and stuff. And they would be on a budget and wherever there was some free or she would do scratch up, like whatever dime she did, she did. So they wound up saving close to 15000 He said, I spent it because I had to get initiated by Antonio. He used spray cans and beads. Now, when he went back to the Godfather, the Godfather did. He wanted to beat shit out of Antonio. Antonio wound up going to Boston for a few weeks because he knew that Godfather was looking for him. But at the end of the day, the Godfather had to realize, shit, Godson had made the mistake. Because here it is, you are in the Godfather's sewer where he messed up. You know what I'm saying? Because we do. We become so hard. We become so hard-pressed on our God kids or on the people that we're mentoring that we don't allow them to... Take those tools and see if they work. We don't allow them to voice and to express or to have an opinion. We want to be so strict on them that they do as I say. So when someone else comes and gives them that road with good intentions paved with honey, <laughs> they go there. Because scammers, like I said, listen. So when he left, and went with this dude. He didn't do a research. He didn't do. And it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Your delivery. Now, I was talking to my son this morning. He told me that, um, <laughs> and like I said, I'm answering people when they say something to me. You, you, you're not going to be able to say anything and not get a reply. Whether it's good, bad, or different, right? Because that's what it means to converse. You say what you say, I say what I say. Respectfully, we can disagree. But you're going to hear my opinion the same way I'm hearing yours. If I take the time to listen and say that, then okay. So my son says, I wouldn't come to you um, if I was a person with a reader because you're too harsh. I said, anybody that ever get a reading from me, I always say this same sentence. I don't have no salt and sugar on my tongue. I don't know how to make things up. I'm going to tell you what I see, no more, no less. But I'm not disrespectful. But I'm not going to sit here. I'm not that reader. Oh, my God, girl, I'm with you. And I... No, my job is to give you the message. I delivered it. Now, maybe mine is a little aggressive or maybe mine is a little harsh or too real for you. Great, then go somewhere else. I didn't knock on your door. You knocked on mine. So it must have been something that you heard, something that you saw, or the reading that you heard where you said, yo, I can get with her. Because I don't like to sugarcoat nothing because I don't want you to sugarcoat nothing with me. So when my son said that, I said, she knocked on my door. So, okay. 
He was like, well, I'm just saying. So if that's the case, then why you call and ask for my opinion? So you too. I understand not everybody wants the real and raw. I get that. Because not everybody can handle that. I get that. I get that. I was raised from a New Orleans woman, a Louisiana, Southern barefoot woman, and a black man that was raised in Asheville, North Carolina on the Indian plantation. They didn't, and both of them were Scorpios, they didn't have no filter. Because my father told me and my mother, I was, he said, I lived in this world without you. You have to learn to live in this world without me. And as a parent, I have to teach you how to survive or my job, or I failed at my job. People are going to say all manner of things. People are going to come to you and say all kinds of things. People are going to say all kinds of replies and their opinions. And opinions are like assholes. We all got one. Everybody got a comment. Everybody got something to say. Whatever you say, somebody in the group is either going to disagree with you or they got to piggyback and say, well, or play the devil's advocate. Oh, well, you know, what if? Well, then guess what? I need to reply because you reply with mine. So let me let you know. It's not an argument. We are conversing. Now, I know when I'm winning, when you start going, oh, well, this bitch is dumb. I'm winning because all I'm doing is speaking to you. I answer what you say. So I'm not saying my son called me a bitch. Please don't get it twisted because then this whole conversation would be uh, hopefully telephoned and, and recorded on 15 clicks, on a 15 click. And if you understand that, then you know you was in jail because you only get 15 minutes on the phone and it would click off. And then they said, this call is being monitored. <laughs> and, you know, you have a collect call from and they'll let you know. So, no. Anyway, so as we was talking and I noticed that he wanted my opinion on something. And I'm sitting there and I'm laughing like, wow, wow. But I know, and I constantly remind him like I do my daughters, I lived in this world without y'all. Y'all never lived in this world without me. So I need you to stand 10 toes on. I need you, to, if the world is against you and God gave you the vision, stand on it. Stand on it. It wasn't a conference call. Everybody can say you're going to fail. Everybody can say you're stupid to do it, but stand on it. I know for a fact, and I take these as an example. I know 90 million people told uh, um, my man, Noah's all like, why you building the boat? It ain't going to rain, not a cloud in the sky. What's wrong with you? You, you, Child, this man is crazy. He built it. It rained. Wow. Now they need, they begging to get on. I know it was somebody that might have said, why you building a phone? Nobody don't want to talk. No, he built it. Now we're using it for generations to come. It could have been somebody that said, why are you sitting here building a bed? We are good laying on the floor. But now everybody and their mama want a bed. And they be, these beds are known all over the world. Things that will have suffice through years, years, and years. So I'm not going to sit here and allow. And I'm thankful because all of those people that said, that poured into me, if I told them, hey, you know, one day I'm I'm going to have my own little radio thing or one day I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to do a live and I'm going to get some followers and one day I'm just, I'm going to get initiated and watch, I'm telling you all this. And for people to confirm years later, hey, you're going to be somewhere. i never forget I was in Denver and I was sitting on the bed and y'all started crying because, mind you, I wasn't traveling nowhere. 
And the most I went was to Atlanta, South Carolina, and um, New York, right? So now I'm like everywhere. And I'm sitting on the bed, and I'm in the box section, the skybox part where, you know, all the, the famous people stay at in this hotel. And the car pulls up, and it has my name, Ifa Bayo. And he said, Miss Ifa Bayo, he said, am I pronouncing it right? I said, yeah. He said, I came to pick you up and she dropped you at your destination. Uh, I will drop you off at the hotel first so you can check in. And then I will take you to where the rest of your party is gathering. Here, my ghetto ass. I said, okay. And he said, I said, well, do you have the address? He said, no, everything is um, written out. He's like, don't worry, we covered everything. So we get to the hotel. He pulls my bags out. He goes to, he said, I am checking in, Miss E5 Bayo. And the lady said, okay, thank you. And she gave the key, he took everything upstairs. He said, you know, um, they'll be in to turn down your bed and put, you know, because I always pack pajamas and stuff. My mother did teach us how to pack. So he said, they'll put everything out for you. And um, he said, am I correct that you... Love Starbucks. And I said, oh, yeah, chai tea with almond milk. He said, okay. He said, I was just confirming. He said, so that'll be ready for you, too. Wait, what? So um, we get to Kate's house and um, and everybody's there. Uh, Ebae, Sin, and all of us. All of us are there. We're all having fun. We're talking. Part of it, all of us. We're all having fun. We're all just chilling. We're all doing everything. And... Then we get back, and it was so beautiful. That stayed. That, but I sat on the bed, and I remember, like I said, Ibae, when my godfather said, you're going to be places, your feet, your name, are going to be places where you've never dreamed of. He said, and if I'm not here, and a tear was going down his face, he said, if I'm here, if I'm not here, he said, yo, I'm proud of you. And I looked at him and said, yo, from your mouth to God's ears, because then I was homeless. I couldn't even see past me just trying to get a room. I didn't even think of an apartment. I was like, shit, all I need is a room at this point. Like, shit. But I was homeless. I was homeless and really trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. And all these visions and all of these things that I saw, I didn't second guess them. But I was like, man, it, it just might be. I remember sitting, in my, sitting on my bed in Atlanta. I was living off of Peachtree Industrial, and I was watching Sacred Journey, and Alafi was getting initiated, and which is a part where she was doing the interview, she was by the water, and right then and there, I saw me. I saw me as clear as day. I didn't see her no more. I saw me sitting there. So Angel, my godfather, and this is when I said, yo, your godparents be in tune. Some of them be in tune with you. He picked up the phone. He said, are you watching this show? And I was like, yeah, Sacred Journeys. I said, oh, my God. And he was like, he said, I stumbled across it too. He said, I know you feel emotional. I said, why? He said, because when the girl was at the water. He said, I saw you. I said, oh, my God, I saw me too. And I started crying and everything. He said, you getting initiated. He said, I don't know when, I don't know where, but you will get initiated. He said, I'm telling you, you, you are, you're going to do a lot of things. Man, when it was time for me to be there, it was so surreal that because everything you see and you see it come to pass. Now, mind you, we're still human. We still 
not doubt, but sometimes you need encouragement. Even strong people need encouragement. Even strong people need uplifting. Even strong people need to hear the words, I love you. And I always tell people, check on your strong friends too. Because they're so busy holding everybody up on their shoulders, their shoulders get tired. So, can you imagine just today, because... Just listening to the message, holding yourself accountable, doing shadow work, redoing and relearning all the things that were traumatic to you and learning what a relationship is and learning how to say no and speak your peace and not worrying about what somebody else may think or say about you because you know it's bigger than them and you and following what it is that's before you, following, being obedient to it all. Now, yeah, other people, they're going to use you. They're going to try to scam you. They're going to try to get over you. They're going to do all of that. that it, it comes with it. But that's not your battle to worry about. Yeah, we get angry. We get hurt. We're like, yo, I can't believe that shit. But believe it. The, red, the signs was there. You just choose to ignore it. The signs was there. Every person that dogged me out, trust me, I, the, red, the red flags was there. But you know how we get, oh, I'm so loyal. No, we loyal to where we become stupid. We become ignorant. Because instead of checking someone right then and there, you got to go to nine different people. Well, do you think this is right? You You already felt it was wrong. You knew in your heart it was wrong when they did it to you. But instead, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to talk about it later when they get another chance. Because we allow fear. We become scared. We become complacent. We become, you know, nervous, anxiety, triggered, all that. Whatever you want to label it, we become that. And we allow these people and we give them a pass to do the fuckery. But that saying is real. When you know better, you do better. When you know better, you do better. And when you know your worth, it, we ain't doing this no more. At all. But we, when the spiritual community... We put these mentally unstable, betrayed, disloyal, scammers, thieves. We put them on pedestals because they're initiated or because they got years or because they know someone or because they godparent. And we don't want to check them. We don't have to drag people. We don't need to go on social media and talk about them and post all that. We ain't got to do that. But check them when they're right there in front of you. No, Ma, what we're not going to do is that. No, Papa, no, 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 no. And then they get mad. Okay. And? So we right here. We can talk about it now. Don't go and wait seven days or three days and go and talk about me to somebody else and post it on Facebook. No, I'm standing right here. You in the doubt? I'm in the doubt. We can talk about this right here. We ain't doing all that other shit. You don't need to call 19 million people. No, we right here. Let's handle this right here. I don't have the time. Why? You you just said that. So we right here. Don't say nothing and not stand on it. Real talk. So anyway, <clears throat> when I saw it, I wasn't in a bad place. It was just sometimes those words kind of ring true. Like, damn, you know, do I? Am, am I really, you know, are people listening or, cause sometimes, or sometimes it's like, man, I, I just need to cut that out. You know, everybody's right, you know, uh, or they wouldn't say it. These are my loved ones and no one can hurt you harder than family. 
these are my loved ones and stuff. So maybe they write. And then just you, you get online and you see this and you go, nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for doubting myself. I'm sorry for listening to these fucking names. Cause even the strong ones for a week sometimes. Ah, there's a kink in the armor. Why? Sometimes you got to take a break. If you listen to bad all day, you listen to people complain, you listen to all that all day, every day, you got to go and find something positive to do because you got to balance. And it's crazy because I was going to go away for that for the weekend, but not even but. I didn't because I just knew that something was going to pop off over there and I shouldn't be in part of that because then I'd be in jail. So I listened and I stayed, you know, busy here at home, consistent. But then I also was like, damn, I should have went. But nope, nope. Because when I found out everything that popped off, I was like, ooh, thank you. Thank you, Oshun. Because, ooh, my fan of Oshun Oshun all day because I would have been in prison. No, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you. You kept me busy, mama. Blessings to the Egon. Blessings to the Risha. Y'all kept me busy. So thank you. I'm glad I followed my Ori. Thank you. But then it was like, dang, I'm in the house, dog. I wanted to do something. I hung out with my grandson, you know, the other day. And it made me feel good because when he was with his friends and they were like, yo, you know, come. He was like, nah, I'm hanging out with my grandmother. <laughs> you know? And when I tell you, yo, I, I really do appreciate my grandson. My grandson is the type that if you are feeling down, he's 15, y'all. If you are feeling down or you're feeling depressed, my grandson is good for your fucking uh, image because he will make you feel like you are worth a billion fucking bucks for real. I was like, and I remember one day I was at a Misa. It wasn't, yeah, it was a Misa. And the spiritual said, you got a grandson? I said, yeah. He said, good. He said, this is what I want you to do. And he told me something to do. And when I came, I came up here just for him. And I told him. I said, I came up here just for you. I said, here, this is what we got to do. I said, because I can't lose you. My grandson, Messiah, that's his name. His name is Messiah. We call him Messiah for short. He's 15. Now, he can, right, do all kinds of shit. He can get in trouble. He's 15. He's 15. He's supposed to fuck up every now and then. But when I tell you the way he, you know how you see yourself or you see like, you know, like, yo, this is really mine. This, this is all my blood. But he will make you feel like you are a million bucks. Like you can walk through that fucking brick wall because you are Superman. That's how hype he will have you. So it was funny because we was in uh, Walmart. And the girl, when she saw him, she lit up. And I said, oh, you ain't got no um, ugly taste. All right, player. And, and he was like, nah, nah. He was like, uh-uh. He said, but, um, he said, nah, grandma. He said, she, she used to always um, feel bad. He was like, but no. And I said, well, whatever you said to her, she, like, she can walk through that goddamn brick wall. He was like, I know, right? And I was like, and he will. He will hype you the fuck up. Yo, he going to be a great hype man. I told him. I said, Whatever woman that get with you or whatever homeboy or whatever, y'all ever see that meme where the young boy, he looking down and his partner lifts his head up and you say, yo, I want friends like that. Messiah is that friend to lift your head up. He will. He's not going to sit there and let you be sad around him. And he might be going through a whole dark spell. You would never know it. 
You would never know it. And I, me and him had this conversation and I told him, I said, listen, I never want you to lie to your mother, but whoever you lie to, yo, never lie to me. Because no matter what, we gonna find a way to fix it. Whether you fuck up or not. But don't lie to me. And he was like, nah, grandma, I got you. I said, no, no, no. I'm dead serious. Don't lie to me. Like, don't. That's, that is the one thing that I only ask of you. Don't lie to me. Whether you're wrong or right. I don't give a fuck. Yep, I, I robbed the store. Yeah, I, I did it. Yep. Okay. Because I don't need you to lie to me. I always want you to be honest with me. With me? Honest. But he, yo, when I tell you to that, that kept me busy. You know, um, my daughter got on my nerves because she said, you need to stop hanging out with Messiah because you need some no friends. Because I went and I brought a copy of a printer. And I'm like, yo, no, I like to print things. She was like, we don't even print nothing no more. We, you take pictures with your phone and you send it. She was like, that's what apps are for. So why? Of course it's going to be cheap because you don't need it anymore. And I'm sitting there like, she said, now you need to find some old ladies that got a fax machine or a copier so you can sit and fax and copy shit with them. She was like, yo. She's like, of course my son is going to tell you, yeah, grandma, get that. Of course, yes, you need that. He was like, she said, stop hanging with Messiah. You need no friends. I said, I know you lying. Shut up. She was like, oh, you need no friends. She's like, Messiah can't hang with you no more. You can't stop my grandson from hanging with me. But these are the things that happened during the week. Because I got so much where people were like, oh, I was scammed. Or my man left me. Or it was always something. And I'm like, damn. So these other things that was the opposite made me laugh, made me feel appreciated and all that. But still, to see that, to see where someone's like, yo, I'm driving, I'm listening to your shit. Like, yo, I appreciate you. That's great. Let me tell you, my ex-husband, God bless his dad, Craig, right? He, um, when people would say, I would tell everyone I loved them. Everyone. I always tell everybody that. Because love means lots of vital energy. So I tell everybody, as long as I got it, you got it, right? So I love you. Oh, my God, I love you. And I, I tell everybody that. And I remember when people used to be like, oh, my God, you need to stop saying that. And I remember going back home and... I was in the Bronx and all of them, and they was like, oh, you need to stop telling everybody you love them. You sound stupid. Oh, my God. You're like the love girl. And it, it really did. It fucked me up. It really did because I'm like, dog, man, these are my spiritual family and stuff, and they always telling me that. But when I went to New Orleans, I went home, and they, you know, you hear it. Like, hey, baby girl, I love you. Hey, niece. Hey, nephew. Hey, cousin. I love you. Right? So my aunt was like, you keep telling everybody you love them because you know what love stands for. She's like, man, fuck those miserable people. You don't change who you are. You don't change who you are. That's how we, this is how you share love. And so many people love to hear it. And I remember being somewhere and I didn't say it because I normally say it. Because, you know, I came to New York and everybody just make it feel like it's bad to say it. Oh, you shouldn't say it. Oh, you know, people going to take that and use you. Yo, you sound like an idiot. Like for real, I got really beat down from that, right? God, sisters, and everybody was like, oh, you, you shouldn't be saying that. Yo, you sound stupid. Oh, my God. But mine was like, yo, you don't change who you are. And I remember being somewhere, and they was like, damn, you don't love me no more? And I said, oh, no, baby, I do. I'm putting I love you. And they was like, yo, we love to hear you say that. Like, yo, don't whoever told you don't say it, man, fuck them. We love, yo, we look forward to you saying that. And the girl, this girl was like, so what does it mean? I said, to me, love means lots of vital energy. And as long as I have it, you will have it. And they was like, thank you, man. Don't let nobody tell you that. Like, no. So I continued doing it. 
And it affected so many people as well as when people go, Hey, how you doing D? I'll be like, yo, I'm necessary. Like you are. I will go into different establishments, different places and they go, Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm necessary. Like you are. Cause we both needed in this world. Oh my God. Thank you. I was in Vegas and somebody had walked by and I didn't see the lady standing next to me. And somebody walked by, they said, hey, how you doing? I said, I'm necessary like you are. We're both needed. And the lady said, she was on the phone and she said, hold on. She said, what did you say? I said, oh no, I told them I was necessary. I'm needed like you're needed, like they're needed. And she said, that's my new um, word for the day. Necessary. We're all needed. She said, I don't know who you are, but thank you. Oh my God. She said, yes, that brightened my day. So I'm like, wow. And my aunt and all of them used to always say, words have an impact. Somebody can be going through a bad day. And here it is, your country ass walking by saying, I love you, Putin. And they may not hear that at all. And they heard it today. So this one stranger loves them. And she said, and watch, they get a little pep in their step and all that. She said, those people that tell you that, they don't know what love is. She said, I bet you nobody never did a kindness for them. I bet you nobody never gave them authentic love. A, a hug. Something without a price tag on it. She said, yo ass up there. She called New York Sodom and Gomorrah. She said, yo ass up there in Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what they do. Everything come with a price or something that you got to pay them for. She said, but down here, baby, we give it for free. Love. It's just energy. You need it. Sometimes your car can go on empty. You need that. That, that fill up. She was like, uh-uh. You don't, you don't stop doing that. So I continue to do it. So, yes, when I see things like that, it makes my day. It's let, it says to me, I ain't finished with you. <laughs> what you worrying about? I got you. I know the vision I gave to you. I know the instructions I told you. And I'm sending people to remind you because somewhere along the line, you forgetting. My crown didn't fall. It got tilted. And some sister said, here, it's crooked. Let me fix it. And I thank her. I thank her with all my heart. I thank her because that one small act lifted my whole fucking day. It remembered and it reminded me that Bobby Ann's baby girl was sent here to do a job. And I did it and I'm doing it. I don't judge people. People paint forced narratives of me. I don't sit and argue with them and try to prove them right. I continue on my journey. I don't have time to worry about the naysayers. It's a bunch of people sitting there waiting. You ever, as Angel and them said, you know how, I don't know if you ever been waiting on the four train or the J train and that platform is full. Or you ever been to China or Japan and that goddamn platform is full. They said, that's the people that you're helping. All those people are waiting for you to get where you need to be so they can help. One last story, and I know I shared it before, and maybe it'll help you to brighten your day. It was a lady walking by. I don't do cold readings. I don't like to go up to nobody, but if I got a message, I'm going to give it to you. I'm not just going to make some shit up, and I don't want nothing. I'm not that person that said, oh, I'll give you a message, and oh, you got to pay me. No, I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to keep moving. Real talk. So it was a lady that was walking by, Jamaican lady. I said, oh, my God, man, you're going to be a great doctor. I said, wow. 
I said, I, I just, I, I saw you in white, like a doctor. Like I saw you with the stethoscope and everything. Like it's a little practice. I don't know where it's at. And I walked off. She came, turned around, came behind me. And she said, who the fuck? This is just what she said. Who the fuck are you? Don't be telling me I'm a, she was a principal at a school. She said, I'm 53 years old. I don't have no time to be no fucking doctor. She was like, I hate y'all spiritual people. That's always telling people stuff. I said, okay. And I walked away. I didn't sit there and argue with her. I didn't do nothing. I gave her the message. That was it. Six months later, I get this bag. Well, I get back because I wasn't living in New York. So every month I would come up to New York, sit under my godfather, right? My, my ex-godfather I used to be with. And I would work in the Botanica. So I would come up once a month, stay up there from Friday, Saturday, Friday. Well, I'll come Thursday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I'm back, coming back to South Carolina. I do it once a month, right? Because he would come up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday night, well, Tuesday morning or Monday night, he'll be gone. But Tuesday, whether it's morning or night, he'll be home on Tuesday, right? And I'll be home on Wednesday. So I always left after him. So... Six months, I came up to New York. I was in my reading room, and they this, you know, Yolanda said, Hey, this lady dropped this bag off for you. She said, I put it in your room. So it was a purse. I ain't seen nothing. So I left it there. I ain't touch it because, you know, fuck that. Root work is real. Like, you won't stop my money. The purse was empty. So I ain't taking no purse that's empty. Now, Yolanda. When, I guess while she was bringing it, she might have been twisting it or maybe holding it upside down because the note fell out. Because the girl was like, no, I wrote a note. But I didn't know that till six months later, the bag was there. So it was like the next month, I see this lady. And I'm in my mind, because remember, she cursed me out. I'm like, ah, oh, here go this bitch again, right? So that's it. She walks up to me. She had the ticket. My tickets to get readings were red. She had the ticket. She said, oh, I want to read it. I said, we ain't cursing each other out today. I said, we're not doing that. She said, no, I'm not cursing you out. She was like, no. She said, and I pay extra. Now, then my readings were uh, 50, right? No, my, matter of fact, they were 40. Because 20 went to the store and 20 went to me. Yes, I know the owner of, and that's a whole new different conversation. The owner of the botanical was robbing us. That I do know. So I'm not, you know, because... <sighs> But it was half and half. So I got 20. He got 20. So she gave 80. So I got 40 and the store got 40. So she said, no, I paid double. And I said, wow, you want two readings? She said, no. Mm -mm. But she thought I was getting a whole 80. So when I broke it down to it, she was like, man, that's fucked up. <laughs> she was so mad. She said, no, I'd rather for you to read me outside. Well, they couldn't stop me from reading outside. So I just came there and read. I didn't take their customers, none of that. She said, no, I'd rather read for you outside because this right here is horrible. How you get half of the gift? Uh, it is what it is. I can't sit here and complain. But anyway, so she comes in, she sits down, right? And I can sit on shuffling the cards and all that, and I'm reading them. And I said, oh, my vision came true. And she started crying. She said, I quit my job. She was a principal. She said, I quit my job. She went over to Jamaica. She saw kids and stuff being sick. Her heart couldn't take it. She, there was this medical school 
that was taking students, but they had to pass the class. She passed it. A test, I mean. And she passed it. Now, the only thing they looked at her was her age. And she told, because he was like, the professor was like, I don't think you can make it in this course because of your age. You know, you may not retain all this information. And they didn't know that she was the principal. And she was like, yo, I can do this and be the, she said, and I'll graduate the top of your class. So when she took the test, she had the highest score. So that's why they, they couldn't turn their back on it. Then, well, they couldn't like, no, you can't come in because she had the highest score. But then they was worrying about the financial. Well, she made some pretty good investments while she was over here. So she had the money. Then they was thinking about her residency. Well, she was born in Jamaica. She just, her mother and them brought over here to the States. So they couldn't deny any part of her. So they had to let her in. So when she was standing in front of me, she was like, I'm in school to be a doctor. She said, and I'm here to apologize. She said, while I was in Jamaica, I brought your bag. I said, oh, that bag came from you. She said, I gave a note, right? So you know how you be like, oh, okay. As I was cleaning, later on that day, she had left. Reading was done, all of that, you know, and I was happy, right? So as I was cleaning, um, Larry asked me to put some candles away, to put candles on the shelf. So I'm sitting there, I'm putting the candles up and stuff. Tell you no lie, man. I, I don't know too much about St. Michael. So I'm not here, sitting here to tell you, oh, St. Michael or whatever. But I was putting away the red St. Michael candles and stuff. And, you know, I'm sitting there. I got the boxes. I'm putting it up. And you see this little parchment paper. And I'm like, okay, I pull it. And it's the note that she had in the bag. Like, thank you. Oh, my God, your visions is real. You are an amazing spiritualist. Never let no one tell you different. I'm living testament that I'm a doctor. I will be a doctor, you know? And when I was so excited, I told Angel. And he said, he hit me with the question, do you want quality or quantity? And I said, what? He said, do you want quality or quantity? And I was like, well, the the... Money part me want the quantity. I'd rather do 90 million readers and get that bread. I said, but I know the correct answer. And I know the answer that's in my heart. Right? In my heart. I said, because I'm going to be real with you. I, I, I didn't lie to Angel. I didn't, you know, my godparents, I, I didn't ever think I needed to lie to any one of them. I said, the street part of me is saying, yo, I want that number. I want that quantity because I need this bread in my pocket. I said, but my heart and my mind, my heart is saying, I'd rather help one. And Angel said, and from that one comes many. And I'm like, yo, that's a Latin saying, but it's true. He said, you will help one and that one may help thousands. And guess what? 